Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Question is, are we heading into a mob war? And I'm sure you've seen the headlines. We got this headline Wednesday, the killing of a 39-year-old woman in uh, Quebec, Claudia Ayacono. And I might be saying that wrong, but I'll get corrections on it. She owned a salon and spa, but was shot and killed in her car. Ayacono's husband is a guy named Antonio Gallo. He's the son of Marino Gallo, and he's a guy who had organized uh, crime in his uh, DNA and was assassinated back in uh, November 2013. And in the mob world, killing wives or kids of members has always been no-no, not to go to territory. But the police kind of say now we're in this uncharted territory, so things are very, very tense. And it comes just a couple of months after Leonardo Rizzuto, the son of late mafia boss Vito Rizzuto, Rizzuto, Rizzuto sorry, uh, was almost taken out. So let's, uh, or was taken out. So let me bring in Stephen Matelski, who knows this a lot better than most people. He's a criminal psychology professor at Mohawk College, lectures about organized crime at Queen's University, and he is the author of Undercover Stories from the Underworld of Law. Good to have you, Stephen. It's been far, far too long. It has. Thank you so much, Alex, for having me back. So the police um, are concerned about this. They aren't so sure that, um, you know, there's this rule anymore about, you know, getting retaliation. So how do you see this? Um, it's obviously a direct message. Uh, what's it telling you? It's this whole ideology of sending a message that has definitely gone over the line in the Canadian underworld. I mean, this has happened before. When you look back in history, uh, back in the early days of the Black Hand in Italy with car bombs, you know, there were... Yeah. Um, you know, women and children that were unfortunately and tragically involved in in the crosshairs of the mob turf wars. But, you know, the threshold, we've gone way past the line, in in my opinion, in the Canadian underworld. And this is really setting a really bad precedent in, in the underworld. Right. And it's and it's very unpredictable. So they can settle their score tomorrow or they could settle the score three years from now. No one knows. But like you saw the volatility. We've seen the violence between the rock machine and those kinds of battles that played out in the street. And if you were in the way too bad, children got caught in it. People, innocent people got caught in it. So w- what do you see happening? I mean, is there is this turf war or these turf wars? They always seem to be going on and and then how does it spread because obviously hamilton's obviously a big contender in this world as is buffalo but we know organized crime is now everywhere so what turf is it that they're fighting for that they couldn't maybe get somewhere else well this is the remnant of the Rizzuto crime family and their their once dominant reign in not only just the province of quebec but in canada and you know we saw that clearly with Vito's uh, last surviving son, Leonardo, the uh, former attorney who sort of took over the pseudo reigns of the remnants of the Brazuto family, the attempt on his life um, it is clear. You know that family, crime family, has been decimated over the years, especially since Vito died. And ironically, we're seeing the same mirror image of the modus operandi in the underworld in southern Ontario, with the decimation of the Musitano crime family. And Alex. There's, uh, it's not ironic, you know, the Musitanos did align themselves with the Rizzuto family. So 
I kind of use uh, an, an akin uh, analogy to the boxing world. When, when these crime groups are the heavyweight champion, uh, there's only one way to go when you're at the top, and it's down. Mm. And they may reign supreme for a number of years like the Rizzutos did. The Musitanos were a once powerful traditional organized crime group in Ontario and Hamilton. But all these groups, especially when you know the groups are weak and are decimated, death by natural causes or by homicide, it just opens that door. And there's this lingering effect where any remnants or loyalties to that crime family, you know, they are being targeted. Um, you know, the uh, Antonio Gallo is the son of Moreno Gallo. Just on a quick side note, Moreno, when Vito Rizzo went to the Colorado Supermax prison uh, over 10 years ago and was incarcerated, that's when we really saw the increase in violence exuded against the Rizzutos in Montreal. And no one expected Vito to come back. When he was released and came back, he did sort of this uh, informal tally of who was loyal to the crime family. And there was Mm -hmm. hints in the underworld that Moreno Gallo's loyalties had wavered a bit when Vito was incarcerated. And Moreno basically said, I'm retiring from the mob. I'm going to Mexico. Well, you know, the unfortunate thing in the mob, there's no Freedom 55 plan. And it's very rare for these members to just disappear or retire. And he was targeted and killed in Acapulco. And there's no doubt in my mind, the remnants of the next generation generation being Antonio, who I think was probably the real intended target, we're seeing a really bad precedent, as I mentioned, where they are going after the innocent ones or loved ones of the intended target to maybe, you know, it's some cruel and unusual infliction of, of pain and suffering. So interesting. So many names and figures, and you got to follow it up close because there's a lot of moving parts on this. But uh, nonetheless, a fascinating um, new development. We'll watch closely. I very much appreciate it. We'll chat again much sooner. Thank you very much, Alex. It's great talking with you. All righty. That's Stephen Matelski. He's got a, I wouldn't say it's a new book. I guess it actually came out a few years ago. It's funny how time goes. But uh, if you're interested in it, he has been covering this stuff for a whole long time. It's undercover. Uh, stories from the underworld of law enforcement. So we'll wait and see what happens, but uh, doesn't seem to go away.